Praise the Lord. Good morning, dear friends, and welcome to this Tuesday morning. It's a great joy to be together. I thank God for giving us life. Thank God for His grace and mercy upon us all. I want to thank God that you are alive at such a time like this. Um, no doubt about it. The season, the time is challenging. And um, I believe God is solidly on his throne. He has never left us a promise. I will never leave you nor forsake you. The time may be challenging, but I know you will outlive this season. You will outlive the challenges around, whether it's financial, whether it's spiritual, whether whatever be the tension in the cities. By the grace of God, you will definitely overcome it. And so we want to appreciate God for his faithfulness, uh, for how far he has helped us. It's my prayer this morning that today the Lord will attend to you. The Lord will answer your prayers. I know you have a burden. I know you have a deep concern in your heart. There's something troubling your mind. I pray that God will attend to you. Our God answers prayer. He has never failed. He will never fail. He will never lie. Beloved, he said his ears are not heavy that he cannot hear you. His hands are not shortened that he cannot save you. I pray that the Lord will stretch forth his hand. He will save you. The Lord will rescue you. The Lord will deliver you. There shall be divine interventions on your behalf in the name of Jesus. I want you to brace up, beloved. Whatever may be the pressure, I want you to brace up. There will be victory by the grace of God. You will come out of that situation to rejoice, to celebrate in the name of Jesus. Please don't despair. Don't give up. All right, don't, don't be, don't, don't be afraid. I believe the Lord God of heaven, he will show up in your situation. He will manifest himself and you will have reasons to glorify God in the name of Jesus. Be courageous, beloved. This day shall be a day of victory for you in Jesus' mighty name. Now, very quickly, uh, and briefly, this morning, uh, we have been talking about the wisdom for this time. With the wisdom for this time. Like I said, this time is quite challenging. Everywhere, every, several people have one complaint or the other. And like I've told you, it is majorly that of survival. All right? Lack of adequate finances. Uh, supply of necessary uh, necessities of life, you know. So uh, that that could be your major challenge. Uh, but there is a wisdom. I believe God will want us to 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 tap into, which is in the Scripture. It's a wisdom that you have heard of. You know, God is the Almighty. He knows the end from the beginning. And it does not want you to be overtaken so suddenly. So God has a way of alerting his children. 
uh, what is about to happen, what may happen, you know, uh, years ahead, months and weeks ahead, God reveals the future. Because to, to you, is tomorrow. As far as God is concerned, it's like yesterday. So, uh, and we saw what God did in Genesis chapter 41. If you read it from verse 1, the Bible says it came to pass at the end of two full years that Pharaoh dreamt, and behold, he stood by the river, and behold, there came up out of the river seven well-favored kind and fat-fleshed, and they fed in the middle. And behold, seven other kind came up after them out of the river, ill-favored and lean-fleshed, and stood by the other kind upon the brink of the water. And the ill-favored and lean-fleshed kind did eat up the seven well-favored and fat kind, so Pharaoh awoke. And he slept and dreamt the second time, and behold, seven ears of corn came up upon one stalk, rank and good, and behold, seven thin ears and blasted with the east wind sprung up after them, and the seven thin ears devoured the seven rank and full ears, and Pharaoh awoke, and behold, it was a dream. Now, you know, uh, the Bible says God speaks once in Job 30, uh, uh, chapter 33, verse 14. He said, God speaks once, yea, twice. He said, yet man perceiveth it not. So God comes to man in a dream. He called it the vision of the night. And the Bible says he does that to withdraw man from his senses in order to uh, give him revelation, to withdraw his feet from falling to the pit and his soul from perishing by the sword. So God speaks to us. And I want you to know that God does speak. And you as a child of God, you're supposed to be hearing from God from time to time. God wants to show you events before they happen. Now, God spoke to this man, even though an unbeliever in Egypt. And God showed him seven fat cows come out of the river, very well-fed, fat flesh, and they stood by the green belt beside the river, all right? And seven lean and very tiny uh, cows also came out, and then they swallowed up the seven fat ones, and yet the size did not change. And God repeated that dream twice using different things. This time around, it's like a patch of corn, standing fat ones, and then the... Uh, the tiny ones and the tiny ones swallow the fat ones now when god shows you a dream more than once please pay very keen attention to them dreams is one of the ways by which god speaks to people even though that is not the priority means of communication but after other means have failed one of the common means by which god speaks to us is dream so God showed dream, this dream to Pharaoh. The seven fat cows swallowed up by seven lean and tiny cows, you know, and he wondered, what could this be? Now, all the scientists, the magicians, none of them could interpret the dream until, you know, Joseph was remembered 
by the butler and then he brought in uh, Joseph to come and interpret the dream and God, you know, made Joseph to know that there are seven uh, years of plenty, seven years of serious abundance. But those seven years of abundance will be followed by another seven years of serious famine. And it will be very grievous. You can see that in Genesis 41 from verse 28. Now, he said, Pharaoh, there will be seven years of super abundance like you have never seen before. And then that the seven famine, years of famine that will follow will make you to forget that there have been any plenty at all. So, these two are inevitable. You know, there are certain things you, prayer cannot change. Just like this end of time, there are certain things the Lord has spoken about the end of time. We can't pray to change them. They are just the end of time manifestations. Alright? But believers can pray themselves out of the, the, the negative ones. And you can pray certain uh, individuals and all of that we can stand in the gap for that but there are certain things that are must to happen now the question was what do we do to survive the seven lane years so Joseph said let there be men of wisdom alright who are discreet let them, let, them, let them be appointed to gather the excess in the time of abundance and keep them safe. The seven years of superabundance, let there be storage. Let people save. Let the government, let the government of Pharaoh buy up all of the excesses and keep them safe. And then waiting for the time or you know of 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 leanness and um, so that you can now begin to release at such a time. And Pharaoh saw that wisdom, that was something else. And he employed uh, Joseph and threw him as a prime minister in Egypt. In order to execute that, he empowered him. Now, you know the rest of the story. The seven years of acute shortage, you know, lack, famine, that followed. And it was not only Egypt that was affected, nations around there were affected. And um, thanks be to God for his mercies. Hear me, God does not want you to suffer unnecessarily. There are some people who are suffering today that it's as a result of inaction of yesterday or wrong decisions made or lack of decision. All right, there are things God will do. God, in His infinite wisdom and mercy, he, he, he does not want any of us to be overtaken by events. Now, around this time, it is possible, and which I pray that God will do, that God will open His good treasures unto you, beloved, that there will be superabundance. There will be a release of finances. God will open the door of your supply. There will be there will be provisions for you. But do you know one thing we need? 
If you have not been doing it, I want you to start doing it. I want you to imbibe a saving culture. Saving culture. There are things God will provide for you today that is because of tomorrow. God is purposeful in his doings. It may be because of tomorrow, not because of today. Don't see the abundance of today as a call for reckless spending. There are people who lack financial discipline. And when the time of lack comes, they have eaten so fat and they have blown off everything and that they are now in a season of leanness, no business, all right, no contract, and there is nothing to lean on. Sometimes there are people who who, who got money, they got you know a good harvest, they expended them all, and then a time comes when there is another contract, but there is nothing to execute it because they have spent everything. This is one foolishness God wants to expel out of us. Do you know how to save? Sacrificially, postpone gratification in order for you to secure a future. Alright? And as I'm talking to you, beloved, I, I can tell you that challenging times are still ahead. Challenging times are still ahead. Apart from the fact that you need to develop skills, like we shared yesterday, get yourself equipped. Look beyond your certificate. Go and learn a trade. Learn a skill. Alright? Because that will give you a vantage position in the days ahead. And if God blesses you now, please don't spend it all. Learn to save. Are you hearing me? You can fix certain amount of money. Alright? It may cost you some measure of pain now. But the gain is coming. Learn investment. Alright? Save your money. One of the areas in which you can spend to save, buy land. If you have money, you can buy a plot of land somewhere. That land, once it's there, it won't eat, it won't collect bon vita from you. It will not take me, it's just there. But every single day, that land is attracting value. I bought a plot of land, or two plots of land, years ago, 75,000 naira. And um, I, I, I left them there. I wanted to use it to build, but God provided an alternative. And then after about five years or so, I needed to sell the land. And I sold each of them about six seventy thousand oh no, four seventy thousand. Each one. I bought them at seventy-five thousand. Now it has increased to four seventy. And that was even because they were begging me, using the name and the blood of Jesus to beg me to sell it to them. Because I've been to the church of the you know, buyer to minister. Now, you can see how landed property can attract value. 
If there's something you can tie your money to that can yield for you tomorrow, please go ahead and do it. Don't spend it all. Invest that excess. In fact, do I say excess? Yes, sacrifice. It doesn't have to be really, really excess, but by virtue of discipline, you can save and invest. Don't just, let me also say this, don't just keep your money in the bank. Like I've told you, one investment you can put your money into that will never diminish is land. Invest in estate. All right? Save for tomorrow. Keep for tomorrow. All right? We are no more in the wilderness where we live uh, and depend on manna. Eat everything and nothing save for tomorrow. No, that is not what we should do. I want to plead with you. All right? The children are growing. Opportunities may come tomorrow. Challenges may come tomorrow. Please, do learn to save. I pray that God will give you deeper revelation, better insight, all right, and a foresight than what I've shared with you this morning in the name of Jesus. May the Lord open the door of abundance for the sake of tomorrow. May your fountains flow fresh and abundantly. May your supply increase. May the Lord God of heaven position you for bumper harvest and may God give you wisdom to manage the harvest in the name of Jesus. Good morning. I'm your brother and friend. Sunday away. Now tomorrow, our midnight prayer is taking place by 12 Nigeria time, not London time, 12 a.m. Nigeria time, 12 midnight Nigeria time. Please connect with us. Uh, those of you who couldn't join uh, yesterday, forgive me. Uh, it, it, that communication link, uh, you know, that error on WhatsApp link, you know, uh, uh, Zoom link, you know, was a mistake. Please ensure that you connect to Nigeria time, 12 a.m. We are praying for families. Pray, stand in the gap for your family and for the families of those you love. The Lord answers prayer. He will answer us in Jesus' name. Good morning. I'm your brother and friend, Sunday. Away.